Hey, Click This fans, want to get closer to the show than ever? Join Click This TV. Click This TV offers early commercial-free access to wrestling's hottest podcast, plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week, and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch-along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. You know what I'm looking at here, Kev? Looking at you and a panel of basketball players. I'm trying to guess the year on this here. This is the uh, Click This Podcast, Kevin Nash Podcast. He's Kevin. I'm Sean. Um, I saw this on social media, and I had to snap a copy of it because I was trying to identify. Well, I see. Yeah. I can identify Kevin, the white shadow. And uh, I was trying to see anybody else that I knew. All the, way on the right doppelganger on the right. all the way on the right-hand side is Reggie Johnson, who played for San Antonio. Uh, he was our best player. The guy and looking then, away? The guy turning away in yeah. the gray? Okay. And then next to him is Johnny Darden, who was our – he was a guy – he was our, um, our point guard. He was our captain. He was the guy that uh, – that, that, drowned that me and james merriweather pulled out of the pool in arizona oh shit i remember that yeah yeah he was i hope he's a point guard sitting that low there i was gonna i was gonna guess mugsy bogues yeah he was i think johnny was five nine or ten he was uh, now seated you're the tallest guy on the team that obviously i was was, i was the tallest guy on the team period yeah Um, chuck chuck threes is next to me um he was from lackawanna he was a real good friend of mine then Terry Glenn, Money is next to him. And then uh, with Who's the Who's pimping on the end there with the chains and the shit, shades? Yeah, man, that's TC, Terry Crosby. Man, that's, that's, my, that's my, my, my Toledo brother from fucking DeVille Beside. Terry, so Terry got, TC. Terry got drafted by um, Kansas City Kings when they were still in the NBA. And mm-hmm. he also got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah. Did he, he was, now, which did he? He didn't did he play. play? He, he played basketball for Kansas City. Okay. So, so Terry Terry ended up playing. I know. I think. I think he ended up finally um, in 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 Great Britain, and he was a he he taught over there. Um, the guy next to me, who you say says looks like Dumars. Um, he played in Finland and someplace else, Nordic. Um, and then Reggie played in Italy for, I want to think, 13, 14 years. I know so many guys um, get drafted to your um, get chosen for the European basketball games. Now, how does it work over there? Are there separate? Like federations or leagues, or is it 
like each company, each country rather has its own league, or is it international competition? It, kind of like uh, I mean, you've, you've got that. You've got the like once um, Turkish Airways got involved, and those are the games you'll see on TV. And I mean, it's a completely like when Dominique went over there. Like Dominique Wilkins went over there, and he played. He played in Greece, and some some NBA guys like at the end of their runs. We're going over there. Uh, the money was always in Italy. So everybody wanted to play in the Italian. The Italian league was the league you wanted to play in. And then the next best league was Spain. Okay. Yeah. What kind so of money we, were you talking then? I mean, even the NBA wasn't NBA money no, as compared I mean, to you, now. But you, you, I mean, you could make... And you're talking like 35, 40 games. Like you can make 125 to, like to 300, and then I know Reggie made more than that. I think Reggie Reggie probably made a half a mil. Wow, so, and that's 70s money you're talking about, right there. Yeah, that ain't bad. That's not bad. So, and they I mean uh, they pay for your mm-hmm. they pay for your housing. So they give you a crib, they give you a car, they usually give you, a, oh, you know, a, a petrol allowance. So, I mean, it's basically just you, you, the cash you get just. When you played there, were the fans as knowledgeable in Germany? Yeah. Yeah. About basketball, yeah. Yep. And if you were an outstanding player over there, if you kind of rose above that that's when the NBA, you would draw the attention from the NBA, and then you could get drafted get back. back to come the U.S.? You did, you'd come back, so you'd just go to free agent camp. Would you have to honor the remainder of your contract in Europe, or they would release you? It'd be after the season. Yeah, but like if you had a, like a three-year deal in Germany, and after oh, one they, year. They were, I don't think anybody had a three-year I, I didn't know. Oh. It was always year-to-year. Fuck! There were times when I'd come to practice, and there'd be another American uh, working down at the other end, see if we could take my spot. Oh, uh, interesting! You know, you got another hurricane over there, Kevin. That's what you were dealing with last night, I guess. I don't know how many people out there ever read uh, Keith Richards' book. I did. Uh, did you Life. remember the? Remember the opening. The opening uh, of the book was basically him recalling his mother grabbing him by his hand and taking him to a bomb shelter as the Germans were bombing London. Hmm. And um, I just, like, I don't know when you, I, how long ago you read the book, but like when I read it, I was, it, I was amazed at how crystal clear his long-term memory was it just seemed like well yes it's it's remarkable but first of all the size of the book it's no joke so uh, that's always impressive to me if somebody has that much uh a recall and b so much to say about something that's well the fact you've also lived 300 years doesn't hurt (laughs) yeah i thought he was i thought he was a little mean to mick But I guess he was mean to Mick in real life. Real life. It, it, at the time, so he had to talk about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess Calling him Brenda. His name so, for Mick was Brenda. I guess, I guess, it, I, I, I guess you're always going to... 
and I'm sure he regrets it now. I don't know. I don't. I, Mick Mick appears the type that doesn't regret anything. It's a great documentary on Netflix with him if you if you uh, haven't seen it yet, where he hits a lot of the uh, the uh, record blues uh, recording studios in the U.S. and uh, who Mick what, does it or no 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 Keith. Keith goes uh, around. He's uh, a dig, Keith. He's the real deal. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so you're safe. Everything was all right. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, wise. it's just one of those, like, this This was one of those ones where we knew, I would say, you know, by 5 o'clock, you know, on Thursday we had an idea. Then, I mean, on Tuesday. Tuesday, you know, yeah. We had we had an idea that we weren't going to get, you know, hurricane force winds. But shit, man, the thing that 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 storm was so big and got so strong that it, it, it people, you know, a lot of people don't know this because they're not uh, in a hurricane situation. But hurricanes are they travel counterclockwise, so. The worst place you can be at any time a hurricane, you know, makes landfall is the worst place you can be is on the right of it. Because as it turns, it just, everything dumps to the right. So, of course, that thing coming in that high up and to the right of us, it just, I mean, all night long there were these two feeder bands, one that kind of went through Orlando and one that kind of went along the coast. And, uh... Up until ten o'clock this morning, we, you know, the, the my phone kept going off with tornado with tornado warnings, tornado mm-hmm. warnings, and you know, it's it's you know, it's it's like an air raid, you know, it's like, and I, I'm trying to let my wife sleep, but at the same time, I just, you know, I, I told her, I said, you know, why don't you like, you know, come downstairs? Yeah, you know, you know like we're it's the top of the house is you know might get sheared, but you know that there's so what about much power. We, we, did you keep power all night? Kept power the whole time. Wow, that's that's my ongoing thing. So, you know, since uh, Tristan used to hate when the power would go off because he couldn't play his games, mm-hmm. it would just fucking kill him, man. It would just absolutely kill him, and. uh the last one we had, Ian, we we didn't have power for five days, and I love when people I say get a generator. I'm like, you we don't we we don't have gas on the, on the peninsula. And they're like, what do you mean? I said you have those run on gas. Like you have to have a propane tank. And I said when you live on the beach, if you have a pool and a, and a house of any kind of size, you don't have the setbacks to put a propane tank. And I'm not putting a, you know, Wheeling, West Virginia fucking propane above the ground on my property, you know. But Tesla, Tesla makes an electric one that uses stored electricity. Um, It's a box probably about the size of a, well, a a normal size person uh, that's rectangular and it's affixed to your wall. I remember being in a Tesla dealership and talking to them about it and i checked I don't know how on many them. days it would give you but yeah i mean if it, if it gave you a day it'd be worth it but 
I mean, I, I checked on it, and it was, it was not, you know, it wasn't, nobody was putting it over. Like no, okay. Nobody was carrying it, so. Hmm. Uh, yeah. like with, 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 with those Teslas that when they, when they, uh, that last storm that came through here, they were, they catch on fire. You know, when they get too much water on them, they, they short oh, underneath catch on, the battery. Yeah. They oh. catch on fire. I'm thinking, I'm not too sure I want a Tesla battery in my house during a hurricane. How <laughs> was the hurricane? Fine, except for the electrical fire upstairs. In the garage. You put it in yeah. the garage. On yeah, the wall. that ain't going to happen. Feedback from last week. Uh, some folks sharing. Uh, your favorite shirt brother says, Fellas, it took a month, but I tried the blue chew with my wife. And she had what she reckons was a continuous three-minute orgasm. I know that sounds like bullshit, but I swear that it's the truth. I, I am a customer customer for life now. Holy shit. We don't lie, brother. Your favorite shirt, brother. Hey, man. And, and yeah, that's, that's the beauty about being a woman. It's, 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 you, know, you, you can have continuous orgasms. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you can get a repeat performance. Then I hope she's walking again. Uh, actually, Tom Talker two thousand says, "God bless Terry," referring to our discussion of Mister Funk. He set a precedent for what a hard worker and old school wrestler should be. From his time in Texas to ECW and Japan, he was an innovator in the squared circle. No pun intended, Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer. He probably wrestled longer than he should have, but that's how much he loved this business. Had a chance to talk to Terry once after an indie show I went to. Very humble guy. Loved his fans and would make time for you. Uh, that, to me, is a real gentleman. May you rest peacefully, Terry. Thank you for all the great memories you left us. Yeah. Um, Terry, universally put over by anybody I've ever spoken to, fan or worker. Yeah, he was really, I mean, that was... There's like different golden eras, but like that's, uh, you know, that era. Uh, I think I think his dad's uh, territory was Amarillo. I think that's where he was, like that Amarillo. Mm -hmm. Him and, and and, but uh, yeah, Dory Senior, and then uh, yeah, then Terry and and Dory out of the uh, Amarillo area, and uh, yeah, so that uh, may Terry Long be remembered, Lakota Gallagher who sent a $4.99 tip to us through YouTube. We thank you for that. Oh, Certainly that nice. don't have to do that, but that is nice to pay a little additional for what you like to listen to. Uh, Lakota says, I've been a fan, a total fan of Mr. Nash for many years. So glad to know I was right about him all these years later. Love the stories, and thank you, Sean, for guiding us all through. Take care, gentlemen. Very nice of you, Lakota, to do that. Oh, thank sweet. you very much. Glad I didn't disappoint you in, in, in real life. Right, exactly. What's, but that's always great. When you meet, now on film sets and stuff, you must have run into people. And even in the sports world, you run into people that you looked up to as a kid and you're like, oh, please don't be a dick. Please don't be a dick. You go you know what, in with though, all this stuff. Being 6'10", man, I, it's it's rare somebody just use, I mean, they don't usually show too much of a dick card. Uh, to borrow they, a line they, from Joe Pesci to be tall just once. Yeah, they just, oh, they man. don't do it, man. They just. 
Well, maybe if I'm, not I'm, you, I'm but actually, you could see somebody being an asshole to somebody else, and that could definitely register with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I've been blessed in life that I, mostly like, assholes kind of stay stay away from me. We got this thing here. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Bobby Sutherland sets Monday up perfect, and I don't think I missed one yet. Love from Glasgow, Scotland. Thank you, Bobby. Did you work Scotland? Yeah, they, they, they just uh, RVD was on last night. The last the last show that I worked, um, RVD was the main event. It was an indie indie show. They got a, a really cool kind of kind of like game changing wrestling, but. Um, that they had in Glasgow, and like Joe Coffey was, was what came out of that uh, that that league, and they had some really good wrestling. And they man, they packed that I, that arena. Probably had eight or nine thousand people in it the night we ran that indie show. Are they rowdy over there? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the soccer games? Yeah. Imagine wrestling would be tenfold. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to run your mouth and. In, 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 in Glasgow, you you get stuck. Yeah, the pints are flowing. Cussing the, the heels. <coughs> no, it's just, uh, there, it was a great, we had a great, I mean, it, it was a great uh, event and a great Mysterio was on it. We had a good card. I wasn't going to do anything. I was just going to be a commissioner. And then I, I saw how, like, I watched the first thing go out and I immediately said no man i'm gonna write myself in on this and guy got why because it because it, it was the crowd was yeah, so yeah the crowd wow. was so hot i wanted to be a part of it man like, it's one thing to go out in front of 200 people but you know i'll, I'll take a chair shot in front of nine thousand. right excellent double j jeff jerry here with a few of my pals to tell you about the total non-stop savings happening over at savewithconrad.com my name is Chance Ellis, and I'm a top guy from Chalmette, Louisiana. 
Well, after months, uh, well, actually years at the time of listening to the podcast, I guess I heard the, the marketing efforts and I decided to pick up the phone and give them a call and see if they can help me. I wanted to see if I can lower my term and payments. Uh, I got to work with Mr. Larry. It was very, very convenient. He was uh, always there to answer my calls. He would work with me via text, email, just kind of at my own convenience. So it was actually really nice. I got to keep my monthly payment just about the same. However, we cut down 10 years on the life of, uh, of the whole mortgage, and I believe it was right around $200,000. So I saved a whole lot. So I'm top guy, Chance Ellis. I've saved 10 years off the life of my mortgage and about $200,000 thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. In my world, it doesn't get any better than five stars. Find out how much money Conrad and his team can save you by strutting over to SaveWithConrad.com. So right now, strut on over to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! Whiplash Dynamo, Jonah Hill needs to play Herb Abrams in a biopic about UWF. There is a bit of, I could see him doing that, especially like the high energy coked out years of Herb Abrams. Jonah Hill would be fucking great. That, uh, that edition of uh, Dark Side of the Ring is worth everybody taking 45 minutes of your life and looking for. You know, I've, I never, gave watched that one. One, I've never watched one episode of that show. No? No. You know, th- they're well done. Um, they, I, I don't understand why, like, if, you, if you lived in this industry for 30 years, like why you would want to... If you were a part of the dark side, like why it's, you know, if you lived the dark side, why yeah, would you want to yeah, watch? It's like the last <laughs> thing I want to do is is oh my god, I remember that 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 reminds me of this horrible experience in my life. But there were no guys that or stories that you wanted to get more information about or see a definitive. No, no, no. I've, I've uh, the Brody story. I've talked to three or four people that were there you know i I was on the fucking plane ride from hell right well so Uh, those are some of the more they've gotten a little bit of use uh already those stories certainly but like the herb abrams i gave that one to evan from uh from dark side when he would very early on when he had the idea for the show he called me it was still the kayfabe commentary days and uh told me about it so i talked to him on the phone for a while and uh, I, I talked about the reenactments he would do and to make them filmic. And I'm not saying I that he wouldn't have done it without me, but certainly a lot of what we talked about ended up in the series. And when he was asking for stuff, he's like, yeah, we want to do the Montreal Screwjob. I was like, really? He's, he's like, eh, you know, it's accessible. People know the story. I said, you need to do the Herb Abrams story. He was like, what's that? I said, Herb Abrams was, an, it was a promoter that wanted to make a run at Vince that – was found dead, covered in grease, naked in an office building in New York with hookers and piles of blow everywhere. The, the end justifies you exploring that story if for no other reason. How many people you know found dead, greased, um, basted like a turkey? So um, if that's not enough of an advertisement for everyone to go watch that episode, Herb Abrams. And yes, I do think that Jonah Hill would have done a phenomenal job as Herb Abrams. Maybe we should write the script for that. See, if, when you have free time, kid, let me know. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know much about his 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 life. You see how that could work? That's Herb on the left, and uh, of course Jonah Hill on the right. That would work for me. Yeah. Steve, did just did you just do a Chat GPT gimmick like make Jonah Hill look like Herb Abrams? Throw this in. Make him look like Herb Abrams, greased in duck butter and dead with hookers around him. With cocaine. And coke. Piles of coke everywhere. Let me know what you come up with. Uh, no, no spot, 838. I know you guys recorded before the news broke, but RIP Bray Wyatt. You were a slash of color on an otherwise black, white, and gray canvas. We will talk Bray. Uh in a bit kev uh did you know anything like i had heard about a heart condition i heard he had covid really bad i don't i, I heard that's that. true yes you know and i think maybe the covid might have led to you know some cardiac problems but but i'd heard like recently that they were talking about his coming back like it had gotten better to that degree where I think Mike was iterating that he was preparing to, uh, his son was preparing to come back. Um, but, uh, we will, uh, we will cover that, uh, in the segments. Uh, thank you by the way, to everybody who joined us last Tuesday for the click this TV edition of uh nash and friends with rvd it was a lot of fun i loved you know that my favorite thing about this show kevin and the reason it's so different it's the relationship with the audience i think i don't know why or how but it it goes beyond like talent and fans type conversation which you see some places it does achieve that kind of like bunch of people sitting around somewhere and talking. Last night we did a lot of talk about a couple of our subscribers who might even be here tonight in our live audience, which is something else you get when you join clickthistv.com. Um, significant health problems. I mean, I know we talk about your health problems that you've been dealing with for years and sometimes the talent come on and talk about, but we have some listeners that we're struggling too, and everybody's beat up. I mean, if you put if you put forty five, even forty years on this planet, man, it's just you just beat up, and it's and it's because of it's more it's more this than anything. Just the amount of time you spent with your neck in the wrong direction. It's like. I I mean I I think that's one of the reasons why we you know. I I use my phone so little is because I, I there's no way to really look at it you know, without only, craning your yeah. your neck downward yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah but we've come we've become completely dependent on it it's you know they're not TikTok zombies walking around there where you're 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 paying your bills on it you're you're ordering that medication you need the, from the, Walgreens. The day, the day that I do those things on my phone. That's true. You don't. No, because you, I'm you not may an not. idiot. I'm not an you idiot. You may not because you're not an idiot. All the other idiots that um, 
that that want that then they wonder how find some, convenience that, that, yeah that, yeah, the convenience of being hacked and, and going, I don't have any money. It was so convenient to do that on my phone. Get the fuck out of here, man. Are you kidding me? Rob's so chill, man. I, I uh, Rob, Rob relaxes me. I find zen when I'm around Rob Van Dam. Yeah, he's crazy. I've always loved I mean, I, I've never... I, I don't know anybody that's been in my presence and had a, a bad word to say about Rob. Yeah. You got a clip? Let's let's uh let's see if we get a little clip from last night we can drop in here. This is uh Nash and Friends, which is uh every month in the uh click this T V subscription. Can't hear Rob. Let's see. What can we do here? Let's see. Are you familiar with Kratom? No. Okay. So Kratom, it's spelled K-R-A-T-O-M. Okay. You're going to want to look this up. It is illegal in a, in a few states. Uh, it's pretty easy to get overall. And uh, Kratom is a, um, it's a dried up leaf from the coffee plant family. And they, they grind up this leaf to make a powder out of it. They put it in capsules. The capsules usually suck. And you got to take so many of them to equal a much smaller amount if you just take the powder raw. So if you have an option, I would always recommend. To, there's something about the, the coating or something, the way it breaks down with the capsules. But if you get the powder, people make tea out of it. Uh, it tastes horrible. <laughs> Um, but it, it reacts on the opiate sensors in our brain and it gives you a, a lot of the same um, benefits that opiates would. It helps a lot of people with pain. Myself, I take it, helps great with pain. Um, it's gotten a lot of my friends who were actually addicted to opiates off of them because right. they take Kratom. So that's if kind of it up, you what I was talking about. Last night when, when right, this was like, going it's, on, it's, it's did actually, you, uh, like, what, what exactly was going on in the background with the, with the light show? Yeah, that's Rob's kitchen. And um, yeah. I've seen uh, in his... I think he uses that as the background. Someone confirm this for me. Is 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 Dom in here yet? That that's his background for his show too, isn't well, it? It should be. It looks like the Star Trek Enterprise, man. Yeah. I see Uhura blowing someone in the background. I think it's um, Herb. <clears throat> Herb Abrams. <laughs> Greased up Herb Abrams. Um yeah, man, that's uh every everyone needs a kitchen like that. But uh, so that's what I'm talking about. Uh, one of the one, Josh, one of the uh, fans, had a question about he had a, yeah, a degenerating his, uh, his knee, uh, hip. Knee. Was it a hip or a knee? No, it was his knee. He's knee. Got a good, yeah, his knee. Yeah. I think both his knees are going bad, but he had hip problems for a while, and they now it's in his knees. So, right. So that's the kind of help you get here. Um, Bray Wyatt. Just to touch on this a minute, uh, he was 36, I yes. think, right? And um, you're right. The, his his COVID brought. I think that there was an existing condition prior to COVID that was exacerbated by it. But the thing I wanted to bring up was that morning 
he'd had a doctor's visit. And um, I'll read this so I get uh, everything correct. Um, he'd had a doctor's visit. Uh, why it was recommended to continue wearing a quote. This is from uh, ITR Wrestling Inside the Ropes. Why it was recommended to continue wearing a specific type of heart defibrillator the morning of his passing during a follow-up appointment with doctors. Why it was uh, just in the hospital the previous week due to a heart issue and the external device was used to keep track of people suffering from sudden ca- cardiac arrest. Authorities later found the defibrillator still in Wyatt's vehicle. Tragic. He was given the machine that morning. In a, and uh, he went up to take a nap after he came home. And his uh, uh, g- wife or girlfriend heard the alarm going off with no, uh, with no end and went up and found him. Wonder if anything could have been avoided had he hooked up that thing that day. Crazy. Crazy. I always, you know, we always talk about sometimes it's tough to watch the contemporary product. And I always say I, because of the time I came up watching 70s and 80s, I love characters. And I always enjoyed watching him because he had such a sense of that. I don't know if it's, he was old school because of his dad, but um, I but loved he was, everything he did. It was he was on a different plane, you know, like his thought pattern, like like, what, like mm. when he when he came out with that with with Wyatt and he had, you know, Braun those guys with him. It was like he had Brody with him. Uh, you know, it was they were so different and it wasn't like like i i i bash those viking guys but they're actually pretty talented but it, it was it was a believable gimmick that these guys could have came out of the bio and <laughs> yes. uh you know oh yeah <laughs> you know like i mean the, and, and the thing was like and I'll, I'll say i'll say it to, to the day i die you know that if you weren't gonna uh, put over Bray at, uh, in Dallas at WrestleMania against The Undertaker. If that, Because to me, I was at that show, man, and it was like that was, it was time. And, I, and he was the chosen one. He was the one uh, that, that could have, that could have, and he would have, you know, it would have just put him over the top. And he didn't win. And it, I think it really, you know, his 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 push kind of took a shit, and then to turn around, and then they decide that you know Taker's going to give the the, the belt the belt to Brock, who, you know, is a legitimate UFC champion. I just mm-hmm. don't see how how that raised, um, you know, raised the 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 stock in Brock Lesnar when you could have raised the stock in in Bray, but. That's why I'm sitting in my fucking condo. <laughs> Brody, even uh, like Brody, like the look of the, the 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 visual, first of all, was effective and believable. Uh, Brody Lee, what was he, Harper, I guess, right? Uh, Use the name Harper for that gimmick. But uh, with Bray and the, 
Every, I bought into it. Everyone bought into it. I was happy to suspend my disbelief. Like this little Texas Chainsaw family. Um, yeah. I was totally happy to do that. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't like I had to sit there and, um, you know, actually mentally go, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy into this." It's like when you buy, when you watch a movie. A movie, exactly. You know, it's like I I watched a movie the other night on uh, what was it? On? It was on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's called Kodachrome. Mm-mm. It's uh, Ed Harris and Sudeikis. And Ed Harris is like a like world-renowned photographer. And he's got four um, canisters of uh, Kodachrome film. And Kodak is stopping uh, making the chemicals. So this, he's got to get these film, these four canisters, uh, Kodachrome film, to uh, Kansas City. And he basically, uh, the Ed Harris character... It was a shit father, um, and it's just, uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't need to give it away because it, it just, no, it, gives, it, it just, it, 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 yeah, it, it, it gives itself away because you know what the, you know what's going to be on the, the, the film and, uh, but it's, like I'm sitting there and Ed Harris is in the back seat of this Saab and they're making a road trip from where did it start? New York City. And um Ed Harris is such a great actor that you're not watching Ed Harris. Like you immediately adapt that that character is that character. And Sedacus is, is came a long way, you know. Mm. And it's just it was just one of those movies where I would have never ever sat in a, in a in a in a theater and watched that. But my wife and I watched it for whatever it was, an hour and fifty four minutes. And it was just like nice little piece of cinema. Harris is yeah. a great actor. Oh, he's unbelievable. Right I was there. really amazed that he's only Six years older than I am, if that. It was the hair. He was always losing his hair, so it always made him appear. Yeah, but think about him on Westworld, man. He looks old as fuck. <laughs> maybe they they it probably smokes. Added some years to it. Yeah, maybe. I'll wrinkle you up. Well, yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman, another guy like that that I could watch in in anything. If if Morgan Freeman is in it, that's it's instant instant creds. I watch. I, I was a lot of times it, it, late, like late at night, and I can't sleep, and I don't want to start something, and then have to be enthralled. Um. So I'll watch something that I've seen fifteen times. So whatever time I just go, finally I'm getting dozy. I, and I just uh, maybe two weeks ago watched Shawshank Redemption. Uh, it's just like if there's if there's a better film than Shawshank Redemption. But you know what? I have a question about that. How did nobody see that whole twenty years? A fucking poster, a 
posters enough? Guards going through the, the the cells, doing searches and stuff. Nobody says nobody feels a draft in twenty years. I have a believability problem with that. Apparently, it's just me. I mean, I, I, if you want to do that, then why would why the fuck would you watch Terminator? Yeah, but you can you can still have cool stuff that you can ask fans or, or viewers to to believe in to uh he I was think, doing I think the he was doing it was the, sloppy. he was doing the books for the fucking warden he had he was he was well it was purposefully overlooked well that's that or they didn't bother i don't know no i didn't bother gotta address he that, was, no I've, I've seen the film a thousand times it's just like if there's no escape tunnel, he doesn't he, he doesn't meet up with Morgan Freeman at the I end. So. <laughs> As the writer, you got to do better than that. Yeah. See, make Wesley it behind says, the sink. Wes, make it Wesley's, a removable sink. Wesley says he's never seen it. So, oh, so they, that's the end of that, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, Wes. <laughs> Watch something else tonight, Kevin. I went and looked up the top ten grossing WCW pay per views. I'm going to go through this list in descending order. I want to see how many you were a part of. I know the answer to this. But would you like to venture a guess, before I count them down, how many of the top ten grossing WCW pay-per-views you were on? Um, I'll give you one hint. It's not ten. Seven. Okay, let's see. So number six. ten, I'll say six. You're gonna say six. All right. Number ten was uh, Starcade '96. And do you remember by name? These are all gonna run together in your head, right? Could you could you distinguish between like Super Brawl '98 and Starcade '96? Probably no. You were you were in uh, Starcade '96. It was. Uh, the Outsiders uh, squared off against the Faces of Fear, which was Meng and the Barbarian. So that's one. Uh, number nine was Starcade 96, where you did appear in the Battle Royal that night. Uh, number eight was Sold Out 98. Yes, you fought the Giant. Halloween Havoc 97 is a no. Not sure why, but uh, you weren't on Halloween Havoc 97. So who's, who's Scott Russell? It was, let's see, let's go to the videotape here. Scott worked twice. Is that when, is that when I had my fucking bra- my, my marijuana brownie attack? Oh, maybe. Let me see. The main event was uh, Piper and Hogan. And uh, DDP Savage was just underneath that. Uh, Scott on the card? I have to check that. Let me see. Let's see if Steve beats me. Uh, Let's see. He's typing furiously. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Go to the next one. No, you don't want to. Let's let's bring the entire show to a halt here. No, let's let's, let's not. 
All right, Steve will have it, I'm sure. Um, let's go back. Let's see. Uh, so that was the first. Let's see. Okay. Outsiders. Says no, here the, was... out, the Outsiders de- defeated the Steiner brothers. No, Steiner's was Super Brawl. Uh, let me see. Uncensored, uncensored 1998. Yes. He wrestled the Giant. Again. Super Brawl 98. Yes, that was Outsiders and Steiners. Starcade 98, that was a big one. It was Goldberg, yes. Super Brawl 99, uh, yes, you and Mysterio. Number two, Bash at the Beach 98, yes, you were ringside for Conan. When he fought um, Disco. And then number one, Starcade 97, no. This might have been your brownie thing because I think you were planned, you were scheduled for the Giant. You didn't yeah. have the match, but January you did in, uh, I guess that was sold out. Yeah, that was my, that was my, yeah, that was my, my. so I, I, I was in. in Ace. Uh, Eight, eight, eight of ten, and it would have been nine of ten. It would have been I, nine with uh, without the brownies. I, if I didn't, <laughs> if I wasn't involved in the cannabis brownies, not not bad. Eight out of ten. Eight. We'll give you the eight and a half because you would have been part of that. Uh, good odds. Oh, you know what? Speaking of odds, guess what? Guess what? This is Monday. It's Monday. The what the hell are we here? Monday the fourth. Can you believe it's been seven months without an NFL game? Can you believe that? It's crazy, right? Well, good thing that that's over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on an NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download it now, okay? Use the code TKNP. That's for the Kevin Nash Podcast. That's how you can remember that. And uh, new customers take home your $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting the 5 bucks. That's code TKNP. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you can call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. Uh, 21 plus age uh, varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. CDKNG.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. But that's not all about DraftKings, Kev. Something very exciting that I want to tell the people about. Maybe I told them last week. We're in a contest. DraftKings wants to... 
have a uh, a a season long an NFL season long contest with the shows on this network uh, to um, to uh, to pick three games a week, college or pro, or both, combination of both. Now for this week, we're going into week one um, college, college right. so we had to restrict this just to college. So on behalf of our friends at DraftKings. We have to do our three picks of college games. Kev, um, your, your Tennessee, we've decided to uh, yep. to take your Tennessee. Giving to, 28 to oh, Virginia. To, to Virginia. Yeah. Virginia averaged 17 points a game last year. And Tennessee was in the, the 40s yeah. in their winning games, right? So... So we think we're pretty safe with that. Tennessee giving 28 to Virginia is our bet number one. Our game two, God, man, you know, week one, it's tough to tell. And whenever you're being offered 36 points, I think you take them. East Carolina, we're going to take the 36 from Michigan. Right, but they're coming off a, they're A, coming off a, a, the first bowl win since I think 2013, so 10 years. Uh, I think they were eight and three, and Harbaugh's not coaching. The offensive coordinator is not coaching for Michigan. The quarterback coach is the offensive coordinator. The defensive coach is the head coach. So there are some some chances for there to be some uh, some In miscues. Michigan, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to say that Michigan's going to lose by any means, but you know, thirty-five and a half, thirty-five and a half is a lot. With uh, even though you're, turmoil, you're, 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 you know the, the 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 downside of that is you got the number one running back in the country. That's you can just run run the ball the whole, but running the ball all, all night's also going to eat the clock. So. Right, that's true. Right. So we'll take those points. And we're taking seven points with Nebraska over uh, Minnesota. So those are our three picks. We will post them on social media so you guys can keep track. And uh, we'll let you know the standings every week. You know what Jarrett picked by any chance? I have to check with him. Jarrett's picks were. Um. You know, long, you know, long season. Mitch, uh, that's right. We're in it for the long haul. Uh, Mitch McConnell had another another little freeze up today. Tenth Avenue. Someone, someone kicked the plug uh, once again. No. Uh, yeah, we talked about this before the show, and if Biden had two forty-five second freeze outs, in and 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 that that same course of time. I mean, you'd never hear the end of it. No. And my whole this thing guy. with 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 Mitch is, I mean, he's great. You know, he's. I mean, he's he's very good at what he does, and I I don't want him to. But at the same time, man, it's like we. You got uh, Tommy Tupperville making sure that we don't have any. Uh, Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, Auburn. Yeah, the the, the uh, former Auburn football coach now making calls and making sure that we don't have uh, 
generals and the positions uh, while while World War Three. I mean, how how this guy has this power, how this guy hasn't at, at some point been pulled aside and said, "Dude, come on." Yeah, I, I saw a few vets talking about that on Twitter. They're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's, it's it's just ridiculous. But this the the McConnell thing. The I mean, we've we've talked about watching Biden uh, going off script sometimes. The, term limits for Congress is something that comes up from time to time and you have to tiptoe around it because there have been people with their faculties at advanced ages well and yeah can you that's really fine, just but age somebody out no but you could they got to take four years off and come back well for someone who's 80 that's well you know what that's the thing about down here in Florida. You get a driver's license, and it's good for like 20 fucking years. So you, you go get a driver's license. You're 67. You don't have to get another driver's license until you're 87. And you're wondering why some guys, you know, there's a, a, a clear-cut turn lane in the middle of Atlantic Boulevard, the beach road, and they're taking the left-hand turn from the left-hand lane across the turn lane and you're going like, oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and me and my wife, me and my, me and my wife do the same thing. We're like, what the, f-? and we just wait until we pass them. And then they make me look like, like I dyed my hair that day. You know, they're it's just, Mitch, it's Mitch they're, in the car. Yeah. Yeah. He's somebody 200 years old on his way to the, uh, the four o'clock uh, early burger. Yeah, so I said people. Do you people have, say, go ahead. I know Daytona is a is a pretty young city, like the the north, the, the Daytona proper. But now a little further south by you guys, do you do you have like the the retiree influx there, or is it still kind of a young? This building I'm in <laughs> is, I mean. I just saw one of our board members died on, on, in the, on the way up here in the elevator. It was on the. Uh, Did you have to step over him? No, it was a post. It was a lady. It's it's weird too because the last time we had a storm, I met her because uh, I was like, me and T came up in the in the uh, in the condo and they had those those giant like dehumidifiers. And everybody's and I, I walked downstairs. I'm like, why do we have these? De-? And she's like, oh, you you have you have water. And I said, there's no water in my unit. I just was in my unit. There's nothing going on. So I just took them and put them out in the basically the hallway where people, you know, and they and they finally moved them because I'm like, but they they got charged. You know, they had they had a, uh, two different uh, units. And every one of the 77 units, you know, get getting charged a, a fee and just getting hosed by some, you know, service pro. Oh, the, the remediation uh, yeah. efforts. Well, so what's the median age of, of, the, of the condo development? Seventy-five. 
All right, so yeah, so you have some of that uh, some of that fun driving to navigate down there. Oh, you get. I mean, the thing is, too, is it's it's double yellow line the whole way up the beach road. I know, I know. So I mean, you get behind somebody going twenty. It's a get behind, long... if you get behind Mitch, you get behind Mitch yeah. and two Amazon trucks. <laughs> you're never hitting Ormond. No, no, it's no. that's you know, and that's the whole thing. Is like you know, tomorrow I fly, and it's like. It's 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 a crapshoot, you know. It's like what like what time do you leave? And you get to Daytona Beach Airport, and they've got six gates, two two that are functioning, one with American, one with Delta. You've got a little tiny bar there, but I'm not gonna. I don't drink, so it's like. How long does it usually take you? I mean, depending on what's going on. No, yeah. I mean I can do it in I can do it in twenty, I can do it in forty five. You know, it's like the the intangibles like I said, all you need is, you know, a, a, a couple of a couple of slow birds on, on the beach road. Right. You know, if you take out your phone, they won't hack into your Google Maps account and you can put the address of the goddamn airport. And it'll tell you how many minutes you're going to get there in. It's usually pretty accurate. Give it a shot tomorrow. Give it a shot tomorrow. You know, you know, no, it's, it's not, not going to. It's not going to affect your luddite status. No, it's not. It's not. It's not going to because they have no fucking idea. They don't know who's in the CVS drive-through waiting to pick up their pills. It's going to jump out in front of me on Ridgewood. That fucking app has in no that Bonneville. Yeah. <laughs> At 80, 88 Bonneville with the with the windows down. As I say, no nah, man, it's, there's there's too many intangibles for for. Hi there, sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. So um, Giuliani is going to owe some significant money, it looks like. Uh, there's there's been no uh, damages have not been announced, but the uh, the two uh, Georgia election workers that um, he thought was fair game. That's, that's the thing, and this is that that the free speech defense gets me insane because I'm uh, I've, uh, I'm a very big proponent of the First Amendment and the protection of our press and people who come on the air in front of a microphone and talk. Um, to be protected, but it it cannot be weaponized. And they, they, the peop, some people seem not to understand that it is not blanket protection, the First Amendment, to say anything you want if it causes damage. The thing you hear all the time, and it's true in the easiest uh, comparison, is the yelling fire in the theater. But you have to. I, I think that there's there's also when. You're speaking absolute false falsehoods. That's the key. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say you can. 
you could like we we talk about Trump, and we a lot of the things we say we could be considered weaponized against them, but we're speaking the truth. We're speaking oh, right, what, yeah, sure. You know, like what, what Giuliani did was well. Today he basically said that yes, everything I said was 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 not factual. Right. So, but so, unless mm-hmm. unless they open up fucking you know debtors prison, what's going to happen to him? He's not gonna, those 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 two uh, women aren't going to see a dime, right? Yeah, that's probably true too. They're suspecting uh, or estimating that uh, could be uh, uh, hundreds of thousands to, if not millions. <coughs> I would put a, I would sanctioned. put a lean I, I would put a lean on his property. Is what I would do. Well, don't they? Isn't that like the next step? They have to. Uh, I mean, I would go I after mean, assets, right? I would. I would go after assets. I'd, I'd put a lien on his property and kick it. I mean, fuck him. He's already been sanctioned almost ninety thousand dollars for uh, the two uh, election workers' attorneys' fees in the cases. Um, but um, he's been struggling financially, buried under twenty twenty election legal proceedings, a new criminal case against him in Georgia. Rudy's not doing not not doing well, but you know it's his own fault. The bully pulpit doesn't work. This this manufacturing of whatever the hell you want to say, you make it up, and they were they really thought, starting at the top, that they'd be protected, and they really thought they had absolute power. But uh, as you know, well, that one guy also thought he made a hell of a pillow, so. Mm, I never tried it, but it's, it's shredded foam. I mean, is this guy genius? Anyway, um, you know who, you know who is a genius. Whoever came up with Blue Chew, um, it helped our friend earlier, uh, homeboy with no shirt, whatever the hell his name was, who um, near put his wife in a coma um, with his Blue Chew uh, dosage, and uh, we're here once again. The Stiff One, sponsored by our friends at Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Give your partner what our listener earlier gave his. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime, day or night. Plan ahead. Just be ready for when the opportunity arises. Um, that you just pop them and chew them. You see the uh, they have mint flavor. Um, the process is simple. You're going to sign up at bluechew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers, and uh, once you're approved, that's it. You get your prescription within days. It gets mailed to you. Best part is exactly that. It's all done online. The process is so simple. No visits to the doctor's office, awkward conversations, Not no waiting online at the pharmacy, okay? Um, does it work? Well, we just had the best testimonial ever on this show. And uh, Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. So jump in there. Uh, discover your options at BlueChew.com. Just chew it and do it. We've got our special deal, as we do every week for our listeners of Click This. You're going to try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code NASH to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com uh, for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Now I'm involved in this stiff one this week, Kevin. Uh, it's me and uh, me and uh, Awesome Kong. Did you like her, Kia? 
I've never had a problem with her. She was great. I, I loved Kia. Um, in more ways than one, here's this week's uh, stiff one of the week from uh, from a U shoot. Going back a few years. A young spry Sean Oliver. I like big girls. What is your favorite sex position? <laughs> Pedro Morales, thank you very much. Okay, Pedro, how are you trying to be scary with like Christmas, cute Christmas decorations on the back? But okay. Uh, also, y'all like for real here. How do you roll? Okay, so it's like stand up, like stand up real quick. Me? All right, All right. stand up right here. Okay. All right, so we're gonna do this right here. All right, now come over here behind me, right here. Yeah. All right, we're gonna this right. right there. Right is there. The chair, now is the chair. grab my leg. I'll grab the grab leg. Grab my leg yep. right there. Here we go. Is the chair necessary? You like the chair? Well, yeah, you, you gotta get this. You gotta be like, you know. Right. There we go. Listen, we go. Uh, meet the press is on right after this. Please uh, make sure you don't change the channel. There's a lot going on. Yeah. In Venezuela. See, but you gotta, have, you gotta have a lot of swagger to pull that one off, right? You know, because it's a lot of junk in the trunk. Yeah, you know, you gotta be able to hold your own. That's yeah, all right, though. Is. This is one of the many likes. reasons um, I can't run for office. I think. Uh, Why? She's just showing you how to how to rub on that G spot, right? That, that cocking that cocking that leg, boy. That just that that, that tilts that gimmick. Gives you so, access to areas you normally wouldn't yeah, have. You yeah, you get that G spot. I mean, if she does, by having a little bit more junk in the trunk, it's uh, by picking that leg up and and changing it around, you're, you're getting a deeper uh, penetration. Kev, all the shows we've done together, I can't remember doing a segment like that with you. No, no. Not on camera, anyway. No, I think um, I think we both uh, often wondered what it would be like to go to Penn State's football camp, but I think that's that's about it. Yeah, discussions discussions about the yeah. Penn State locker room was as far as it went. Yeah, that that, that in our in our years as a uh, yeah, what are they called altar boys? Altar boys, yes. Yeah, yeah. altar boys. That'd be, like that'd, be a hell of a, that'd be a hell of a, a, a band name. The Altar Boys. The Altar Boys. Mm. Yeah, the, just the songs. I'm coming up with, with some song mm. titles right now that could be really effective on the rec, on the you album. You could do, a, a, do a, uh, a remake of the Motels He Hit Me and It Felt Like a Kiss. Mm-hmm. How do you circumcise an altar boy? Kick the priest in the chin, right? That's the old, oh. uh, the old adage. So we, uh, we're talking about, you know, like Blue Chew and and, and our man saying that his wife had a, mm-hmm. a three-minute uh, orgasm, and so I, I went ahead and and I, it's, I, I switched to Ment Mobile. Oh, you oh, okay. So I so I, here I, we go. I switched to Ment Mobile because I said why not and. I'm ten days into this, uh, and it's it's perfect. I'm I'm not getting, I, I my service is just as good as it was with the overpriced 
and for 15 damn dollars unbelievable yeah yep. wow. all right so so, so far we're, we're testing them out yep we're testing them yep. and they're passing so far yes, mint mobile so, yes mint mobile is is as of right now the real deal everybody go out there and do what kevin did don't forget your code um florida man or jersey guy is back people love it people love it it is back you're back to winning this every week, by the way, if you didn't notice. Hopefully well, you, give the, me a, you give me the, at least uh, some clues instead of. <laughs> I think you're just back to being in tune with, right. with the spirit of the game. Let's see. Uh, right. Hopefully this, this carries over to the, uh, to the DraftKings contest. I was going to say that we, we got to pick one of the two. I'll, 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 I'll take the DraftKings. And, and, yes. And, 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 and take it on the chin here. Um, as it were. Um, okay, here it is. Uh, Florida Man Jersey Guy. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, one real headline um, uh, from a Florida man in Jersey. You know, last week we did, someone asked for some equal time for Florida women and Jersey women, and we gave them one. So I've done that again this week. We've got a, uh, a Florida, Florida woman uh, Jersey gal. So here it is. A woman arrested for committing sex acts with her dog for eight years while husband filmed it. And the other headline, woman arrested for burning down a man's house after he called her for sex at 4 a.m. but fell asleep before she arrived. I'll read them both again. Woman arrested for committing sex acts with her dog for eight years while husband filmed it. Woman arrested for burning down a man's house after he called her for sex at 4 a.m., but fell asleep before she arrived. You feeling anything? You I'm, I'm, thi- I'm just thinking um, with, with the husband filming it, I got, I've got to go Florida, Florida on that one. And I would, I would think, that I, I would hear more of a Jersey kind of girl going, Motherfucker, I'm gonna burn your shit down. So I, yeah. That's... Well, well done once again. <laughs> I have to get better at this, I guess. I hit my. No, that was a, a hard ago, one. But that was a hard one. That that was that could have went either way. There was no uh, give me on that. That's just and that's the genius of the game that you, you, you get a feeling and a vibe from hearing the headline and it's usually correct. You, my thinking though, honestly, in doing it was all of our dog stories have been, have been Florida ones. The, yeah, the that guy one the, in the, the manger. manger. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So, uh, let's check out, uh, our Florida lady here. Loving us a little Christina Colello, 36. Uh, her husband, her husband Jeffrey Springer, was also arrested after he recorded sexual activity onto a flash drive. The dog was taken away from the uh, couple and remains unharmed. Um, bestiality. I heard, pi- I heard he's pissed <laughs> because the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. The, who really loses out on the deal? Um, bestiality is a first-degree misdemeanor or a felony throughout the U.S., except in four states. Give me uh, the four which, states. That it's, that it's, here you go. That, if Alabama? You're a little, 
Uh, Wyoming, New Mexico, Hawaii, and West Virginia. And uh, our young lady who needed that booty call at, uh, there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is, uh, let's get her name. Looking for her name. I can't find her name. I don't know. But anyway, she was 29 and arrested for burning down the man's house uh, when he called her and she did not uh, answer the door. Um, there you go. Another successful, another successful, uh, Jersey woman. Did you see where, um, the state of Alabama has, um, they're going to allow, um, because it's so hard to find the lethal injection drugs that they're going to do a, what they call a straight nitrogen, uh, termination of life for their, for uh, death row inmates. Yeah. And basically, the, the you know the pretense is I think we breathe seventy three seventy eight percent nitrogen, the rest is oxygen. But by taking the oxygen out of it, the, the, you'll the, suffocate them to death. Right, and they don't. They, they say it, sh- it should be peaceful. So in other words, so in other words, we're gonna fucking we're gonna just. Uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine the other day when we were talking about this subject, and. Um, he said, and this this is like a, a very intelligent, you know, I, I doubt he even owns a handgun. He said, I would much rather be shot in the back of the head with a fifty caliber pistol than that. Yeah, what is, yeah, what is the, I mean, I guess the firing squad is no longer, uh, yeah, here it is, uh, some information here. Uh, nitrogen hypoxia. Um. It may it uh, forces the inmate to breathe pure nitrogen gas, which has been authorized in three states but has never been used. Uh, Alabama lawmakers approved nitrogen hypoxia as an alternative to execution method uh, in 2018. Um, so I guess so. You said there was a shortage in the drugs that uh, is yeah. this a COVID? Sh- is this is left over from COVID. Everyone no, it's, it's, was... it's been going for a while. Well, how much do they need? I mean, how many people are they executing? Texas shit, man. For a while there, that that where is it? Huntsville, Texas. That deaths that where they kill everybody. Is that what it is? Isn't is that, it? I, I don't. I don't. I'm... Texas was. I mean, they're like they, they. They don't fuck around down there. Hmm. Hell, they they try to ex they try to execute you with with razor wire and the and the fucking Rio Grande if you come across them. Boy. Let's put these buoys out there with razor wire. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm concerned? I'm not concerned about that as much as I am about eating well in these in these coming years of my life. 50. It's time to get serious again. Summer's over. The cruise is done. My Florida foray is done. It's time to start eating right. And Factor uh, will help me do that. If you guys look at my uh, Instagram, you can find I did. Uh, I cooked a, a massive uh, six Factor dinners in one shot and went through and sampled them all. And um, I did that because uh, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. The busy fall season is right here, so you, uh, you're probably looking for some wholesome but convenient meals for your jam-packed days. And uh, turn to Factor because uh, they can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared and dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. 
Save time, eat well, stay on track with your healthy healthy lives. I so enjoyed the chicken queso. It, it did have the cauliflower uh, rice with it. But you're going to get stuff like that and and, t- and a ton more, God's sake, dozens of uh, menu items. You can refresh your healthy habits without missing meat. You're going to choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in two minutes. We're talking about time-saving here, and that is the way to go. You can round out the meal and replenish your uh, your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites. Uh, Kev, I know you're a fan of egg bites. I've seen you devour those. Um, good. With Factor, you can rest assured you are making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions, source 100% of renewable renewable electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. This August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. You're going to head to factormeals.com. Okay, you are heading to factormeals.com slash click. 50 and use the code click 50 to get 50% off. That's code click 50 at factormeals.com slash click 50 and get 50% off. Thank you factor for giving me some healthy eating options and for helping our show. Um, Hey, there was a guess what? There was a little backstage problem with CM Punk this week. I know again, you're shocked. (laughs) That's the face of disbelief. Jesus. Uh, what are you hearing? When's enough? When's enough enough? Perry and Punk, I guess, both suspended. I don't know I'll the terms you, you of know, it. Honest to God, I mean, and this is in all seriousness. What I what I um, take from this whole thing is he needs serious uh, help. He needs mental health. Do you think? Yes. Yes. You don't it's just a, think this is a, this this is a, is a behavior no, this, disorder? No, this, that's just, well, it's, what is mental health? Yeah, I guess, but an attitude. Uh, no, no. No. No, this is, this is, it's, when, when it becomes destructive, when you go after, when you, when there's a chance this costs you millions of dollars and you just continue to push and push and push. I think it's that. become his calling card in a way. He wasn't doing this shit in Ring of Honor. Was he a problem in Ring of Honor? I, I never heard from anyone that he was a problem. I, I never I, I don't I, I don't know. I think he was with LA Knight there. I don't know. I I, I don't know. This it it just this kind of become an identity. The difficult one. Well, yeah, I mean, but they... You you a little bit. You had that a little bit. You might walk into a locker room and uh, and, and get a little loud. Maybe turn to someone and go, okay, I had to do that because whatever. Because it, it becomes an identity a little. It becomes expected no, I mean, a little if it's, if it's a work, he's not working. Who, who's he working? Working himself out the fucking door? You you really think they'd you really think they'd let him go? They have to. 
I don't know. If you it really, was any other you, business, yes. If it was any other no, business, no. But yes. it, he doesn't. He doesn't for what he's doing to that company, and and because I'll tell you right now, man. If, if I would have broke in and saw some motherfucker doing that shit. And I said, oh, he can get away with that? Fuck it, then I'm going to do it. Well, the altercation was, was over something that uh, <clears throat> that he said, uh, that uh, Jack Perry said on the mic about the glass, the, the windshield glass, crit- critical of, of punk and, I guess, embarrassed him. Um, is that like, like, I remember asking you or or sean or maybe both when i for sean's book when i'm i was talking about the uh the horseman uh parody that you guys did which was a little stiff and you guys had to walk back behind the curtain and ollie's there and flair's there and they probably weren't happy uh, but my whole thing but is it was this. a successful segment no but my whole thing is this that's bullshit because they sat there and watched me in and 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 makeup for an hour be made. But they didn't know what you were going to say. We were going <laughs> to. They didn't know how stiff you guys were going to get. A little bit of it was. Some of it was personal. Change the main event of a fucking pay per view. But it was. But I'm saying that they were professionals and maybe they weren't happy, but. That spot, that segment, was was good for the show. People were going to yeah. talk about that. I don't think anybody had done a parody before. I don't know. Maybe maybe WWE was doing those uh, Nacho Man and Ted. No, but not uh, not with the boys. Not to draw money. Just to. Oh oh, in the in the ring. Yeah yeah yeah. Right right. I don't know. It just seems like I. I I agree with you that it's 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 not conduct that you should be dealing with in a locker room in any sport, but maybe I think maybe at this point, too much to lose to let him go at this point. What what's there to lose? He's a draw. He has this cultish uh, attraction. Fans have a cultish attraction to him. Yeah, so does Trump. Right, and that and there's a whole party that's going to give him a nomination despite 91 felonious charges. We'll see. So, so I, as I say, so it, I, I guess it's not so much an AEW thing; it's just an American thing. Yeah, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. I just they, think that Tony Khan needs to get somebody there to be a heater. Well, that's... He needs, to, he needs to bring somebody in. If he's not going to... Vince wouldn't put up with that shit. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. Isn't it at some point just disrespect to your company? Yes. It's, dis, it's disrespect to Tony. Right. And, you know, I just think that... And Tony's not that... You know, to me, it's... it's to me, Punk's almost a bully at the, at this point because he knows that Tony's not, that's just not in his DNA. Like, 
It's just, I, 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 I just have a heart. It's just. So you would unequivocally, as Tony Khan, toss him. Yeah. Okay. They had their big pay-per-view, of course, where this happened. And uh, Well, I mean, and the thing is that him and Samoa Joe went out, and from what I've heard, had a great match. And it was right after that, I heard. Uh, right. It was, he went right out. uh after that, but but my whole that. thing is this: if you can't if you can't go out in front of eighty thousand people and fucking forget about everything and just do what you do, well, he especially did. with that, yeah, especially with that far of a walk to the ring, it's like, oh, why maybe, fight before? You mean why bother fighting beforehand? You've got eighty thousand people there to see. No, you I'm just show. saying though that that uh, no matter what happens, even if Sandusky got a hold of you in the shower. I think you could still fucking shake it off by the time you got at the ring in front of 80,000 people. And Man, that put, house was put, legit. Did you see that fucking? Yeah. That was incredible. <clears throat> um, brought to mind some of the great pay-per-views over the years. All right, we're back. Time to Ask Nash. Hashtag Ask Nash is how you can do this. We'll find your questions. We'll find them, brother, sister. And we'll pose them here to Kevin. Uh, like Rocksteady did when he asked, did either of you work with the great Rip Torn? Did he share similar love for wine? I didn't. I loved him on the Gary Shandling. Uh, it wasn't called the Gary. Was it called? No, it was called, uh, what was that? Where he was the host. We've talked about that show. Um, Larry Sanders show. Larry Sanders show. That was it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Rip Torn was great as the uh, producer on that. Did you do anything with him ever? No. No. And uh, I'm sure, I mean, who knows? If Rip loved wine. Is that a thing? Like, did, did people know Rip loved wine? I don't know. Have to, have to, well, he's, he's passed, hasn't he? So it's, uh, we have no opportunity to ask him. Fernum Schnavitz, your, your brother requested more Fernum Schnavitz. So here he is. You mentioned hotels. On the road back in the day. How often was the bed not big enough for your height? I'm just over six feet tall, and sometimes my feet are hanging off a hotel bed. I mean, when you, when you got doubles, you're fucked. You have to sleep sideways. You know, corner to corner. King-size bed. King-size bed, I still have to kitty-corner myself. Yeah, see, that's funny. I never thought about that. Uh, well, probably king size bed seven six, feet, six. but yeah, king size bed six six. Hmm. So, did uh, which hotels did you favor a chain when you guys had to book your own stuff? Did you favor a certain chain? Shit, I mean, I think you and I were having this conversation the other day. It was. You know, when we we're on the road, 310, 320 days a year, you drove to the next town and you found a hotel. It was like, mm. okay, like, like, you want to get off in this exit? All right, let's get off in this exit. There's four hotels. And then, you you know, the best ones were the Red Roof Inns because they were cheap and you could, if you got a bottom floor, you could back the car right up to the door you didn't have to drag your bags all over the place. 
So those were like, in the wintertime, they're a little stiff when you open the door to go get towels or something from the maid. You got to, you know, you're, you're in the elements, but. Mm-hmm. What was the one uh, that was filled? There was a festival we were talking about, and uh, you ended up having to sleep on the hood of the car. Cause oh, the- we, we were in Thunder Bay, and there was some kind of a festival, and we, we didn't have rooms. I mean, it was a small, small, you know, it was Thunder Bay's. This is Thunder Bay's second week in a row that they've been mentioned. Because last right. week, last week I talked about uh, working at Independent with Terry Funk. Um, but we yeah, we were up in Thunder Bay. And I, I, I don't remember what exactly festival they had going on, but they had something going on. And man, it was it was packed. Summer. So you go out to the the Chevy Lumina gimmick. What did you have? No, we we were there was uh, it was me Henning. Scott and Sean, I think we had a Lincoln Town car, but like that big Lincoln Town car that you could put, you know, eight bodies in the trunk. And and laid the hood and windshield because you're laying. Yeah, you, like, you, lay, too, you put your, put your put your head your head and back against the windshield, and I, I did that in the military. You know, you get a couple hours sleep, and you have to put that camouflage shit over the top of your vehicle, and then you just lay on the hood. Mm. Wow. Anything from the audience? What do we got here? From our live audience that you could be a part of if you go to clickthis.com. Brandon Granger, what is the coolest item you ever signed, and what was the strangest? That doll with the real hair was it was might have been the strangest. Outside of memorabilia, forget about memorabilia. Do people bring weird shit for you to sign? I mean, I've signed some. I, I mean, the coolest thing is always when somebody brings something that they've painted or drawn of you. That's like, like, is I mean, a lot of times people will draw something of you and it, it doesn't. It looks nothing like you. If it didn't say Nash on the singlet, you wouldn't have no idea who the person is. Not to be a dick, you know. There's nothing. Nash there's and no, Booger. There's nothing. There's nothing worse uh, on earth than for people to bring stuff like that to you because you don't want to hurt their feelings. So then you got to trek it with you. Then you got to, you know, take it to the hotel, and then you're like, ugh, I, I, can't, I can't, can't bring this home because it's not going to go. It's so you got to end up. You know, dispensing of it, but there's been some times where like people have like one person uh, like there's there's some drawings that that people have done of me that and they're smart enough where they bring them to you and they show you and then they, but they're in a roll and that you can put in your bag, you know. But just a piece of paper, it's like. But sometimes I'll fold those up and I, I mean, there's I have a. Uh, like a a plastic bin, you know, that's waterproof. And I, I put like the really good pieces of, of or a piece of artwork or something like that. That's something you done. Because I, I, I don't want to throw it away because it was, you know, it was actually a nice piece of artwork. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't have, I don't have any pi- pictures of myself, you know, wrestling in my house. Purposely. Yeah, I just yeah, 
because when you know too many times when you're on the road as much as I was, and you know your wife calls and has an air conditioning guy come in and he looks around and there's mm. either either your wife's a Kevin Ash mark or he knows you live there, right? And just because it's Tamra Nash doesn't mean that Kevin Nash lives there, and if there's no pictures of you around the house in wrestling gear. Very good. Uh, who else from the audience? Been waiting patiently. James Bedford, Big Kev, what was one of your favorite place uh, pieces of merch in your years in wrestling? Mine is the Nash Hall Outsiders portrait shirt. Let me get an 11 soft recreation with you, too. Thanks. Yeah, possibly. Was Any that piece of merch that you were like, wow, that's fucking cool? I have a uh, one of the few things I actually do have in my house that's wrestling. They made a... It was like it's, it's, I'm standing like this. I've got long hair. I've got my uh, fancy tasseled pants with the red tassels on it. And they made, I think they made Dallas, Goldberg, me, and Sting. And these, they're probably 12-inch mock, like mock little statues. But, I mean, it looks like me. It was, you know, I have that actually up on one of my uh, bookcases. How often did you have to pose for, uh, like, images where they do the cameras around you and stuff? Did you have to do it, like, every year just to change the... It just depends on, like, early it was, was cost-wise, like, you know, fuck, like, WWE back when I I broke in, like, unless you became the IC champion, like, like, I, you know, I had my my diesel shot, and then... um, I had uh, like a diesel shot of me in gear, and then I had a diesel shot of me with the IC belt, and then I had you know as my hair grew longer, then I had a diesel shot, and then I had a diesel shot with the belt as champion, and same thing with Sean and I. So when things change, then you've got you know they've got to upgrade it, but update the yeah, yeah. update the yeah, gotcha. Uh, Rocky Monroe, did you ever have any tension with Glenn Jacobs during or after his run as Fake Diesel? Nope. I had no problem with it whatsoever. Like I said, it made me money. Mm-hmm. If anything, thanks. Man. When does politics get weird? When does he, politics get weird? When did his politics, like, was there any... I think he was forced. I think he was forced. I think that he was a liberal. I think he ran in Knox, you know, Knox County, and he realized that if he was going to have any kind of career, that he had to he had to go, you know, the MAGA route. Yeah, you, know, you can't run a campaign without money. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's so whorish, what, though, just to to. I don't know, to uh, if your principles are that malleable, you're not going to be a good politician anyway if you get elected. Well, I just, I, I, I don't know how, I mean, I just, I just watched DeSantis, you know, uh, last, you know, we had the, the shooting in, in Jacksonville, which was definitely a hate crime with a mm-hmm. white guy opening up on the three blocks and they had swastikas on the gun and, you know, he goes down there to to uh, 
and this is this is something that's absolutely crazy. Um, so that happened on the anniversary of the original King 60, 60 man march. I had a dream, mm-hmm. and was also there was another incident in Jacksonville. Um, I want to think it was maybe sixty three. I watched. I watched. I'm going to say this, and boy, here they come, the the libtards, fucking Oliver and Nash. <laughs> but I was watching um, Rachel Rachel Maddow's show the other day, and she was talking about. They called it the um, the hatchet. The 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 the, the blacks. Had uh, taken over the, um, had, had decided not <laughs> taken over. They decided they were going to sit at the counters at the different uh, lunch places, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it kind of worked its way up from Fayetteville up and then into Jacksonville, and um, the Klan um, and, and some other groups basically handed out baseball bats and, and uh, axe handles. And they just fucking went, went into these places and just bludgeoned, beat these these, these kids, you know. And uh, I'm just like, how did I not know this happened? You know, I don't know. Like, I know how they I know were that counter, this, pro, pro, counter Yeah, but this, this, is a, this was, a, I mean, a, just a... A very violent uh, mm-hmm. attack in response to that, and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I didn't watch The Watchman on HBO, I would have never known about Black Wall Street and the attack on that. Uh, if I didn't watch Rachel Maddow that night, I wouldn't have known about the hatchet attack in Jacksonville, and I'm sure you can Google this and and, and get it. And yet, we want to do critical race and we want to like we want to not have this as part as our our history was DeSantis what did DeSantis do in Jacksonville well he went he tried to 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 you know to do what a governor would do and you know say that this and they booed him I mean the, the black population that was there booed him right you know I mean, what do you expect Mr. Mojo Ryzen, I tried watching Cobra on HBO so bad I turned it off. I then fell down a Stallone hole and wanted to watch Over the Top with Terry Funk. My original question was, which movies were so bad you had to back out early? My new question is about interactions with Terry. Well, we talked about Terry uh, a little bit last week. What about... Anything you couldn't, you can't get through? Do you turn it off pretty quickly? How long do you give a film that you're not into? Well, God, I mean, the, the standard now with Netflix is, I mean, I, there's probably Eight minutes. fucking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, number one, the, the first thing is, if it's dubbed. So if it's, I just watched a movie the other day on Netflix called Pleasure. And you can buy you can buy life, like like I, I could buy forty years of your life. So I would I would I would be forty years younger, 
and then you would within three or four days, you know, be forty years older. Hmm. Okay. And uh, you got through that one, or I got or... through. I got through. Uh, Tamara and I watched it, and um, but both both of us, um, because you, know, you 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 also fall down that 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 rabbit hole of of watching news and watching like I watch I watch Sports Center go through three times. The exact same fucking sports center. You know, I'll just you might have missed and, one of the clips, right? You yeah, might've... you never know, you know. <clears throat> and, but I'll do that sometimes because I just, I, I don't feel like reading and you know, I, I don't feel like fucking scrolling through. And that's what I do a lot of times, like, like I was talking about the Shawshank. Like I'll do that just to, you know. Put on a classic, yeah. In the, in the old days, you know, I used to, I mean, I've got, I've probably got a, a thousand DVDs, but, you know, that, that I don't have a player anymore. Do you have a DVD I, player I, still? I, I had a, I had a single CD Blu, Blu-ray player, um, and it got, it got fried when, uh, Florida Power came and they switched something out of my box during the, the, the Hurricane Ian, and they fucking fried it. They, even through the store, uh, <laughs> surge protector, they fried it. Wow. Sounds like they owe you a DVD player. Um, last thing I had to turn off, sorry, Wesley, it was that multimedia exercise posing as a film called Babylon. I just, I ceased caring about anybody, and, you know. After about an hour of the roller coaster ride, I said, all right, that's enough. Thought I was going to get a film, not a thrill ride. And that was the end of that. Um, DK Stunna, SummerSlam 95, was my first show I ever saw live. I was five years old cheering for you. I apologize. I need to know did you party in Pittsburgh's South Side after the show? No, I could barely walk. Mabel fucking broke my back. Is uh, I don't know if Dom. I guess Dom's nice. That's what he dropped. That's what he dropped on my. He dropped on my back. That's right. That was one of our early clips, I think, on this show. By the time I, by the time I got um, out of the shower, I was already like, (laughs) I actually gave up the wheel. So. So we had we to I don't I, I I think to. I think HBK drove. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So uh, how about some more from the house here? Let's get some of our friends in before we wrap up. Always try to. Uh... Matthew Chamura, Kevin and Sean, have either of you watched yes. the Lakers series on HBO Winning Time? Thoughts if you have. I love 80s and 90s. Yeah, we've talked about that. And I, we've talked a lot of 80s basketball here. And I was just asking Kevin. It was probably off air. Uh, how the series is, and you gave it a big thumbs up. I like it, but it's, it's funny, man. Watch that, watch that series, and then go on uh, on on the same on on Max and watch uh, Magic and Bird the documentary. Love that. And it's like it's like completely almost rejects what the what the 
you know. What the what the series is portraying? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you. Is it true to fact, or are they, or is it just no? Kind of it's a... it, that, that's that's why I, I don't think that there'll be a third season because it's so like I don't think Magic was that. I think they. I just can't see Magic. I can't see Kareem taking the backseat to Magic to that kind of degree. See, I have to look into how well researched that was, or if they just based it on. On the, oh, I just the people, think it's, and then just I, I just think it's, I just think it's sensationalized, right? Because I'd love to, I'd love to see the chemistry of that team from Pat Riley. You know, Pat's uh, contributions. R- Riley, Riley's getting ready to. Uh, I, I think this next episode, he's gonna, he's gonna cut uh, Whistle's head, head off. I think Riley's getting ready to take control of the team because they're running is, the system. Uh, do they deal with uh, with? Uh, Jerry West at all as a, oh, as a GM yeah. and okay, oh yeah, it's, yeah. I but the you know now that I know it's it, it might not be true to fact. I don't know if I'm gonna bother with it. No, it's worth it's it's just to me it's just because you know the characters, you know everything. It's, it, I I still find it really enjoyable. Okay, the guy looks good. That's doing magic from uh, what I've yeah, seen. I mean, I know magic enough to know that that. that it just doesn't. It, he doesn't come across like magic. Okay. Uh, who else? Someone from the house. Thank you, Matthew. Good question. But then again, I wasn't on those Laker teams, so. Yeah, you know, Pete, that shit gets crazy when you're in the uh, in the white hot spotlight of the show. Yeah, when Lakers, especially when you get a, back in those days, if you get a a twenty five year, twenty five million dollar contract. Yeah. You're the highest-paid uh, guy in sports. Heading, I did you know Winning Time was the reason Adam McKay and Will Ferrell won't work together anymore? I didn't. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay split because of that? I have to look that up. Yeah, because I think they were going to use Ferrell and then they ended up using Riley. I think he, Ferrell they, was going to be Bush. Uh, Bush. Dr. Bush, whatever the fuck his name is. Jerry Buss? Yeah. I think that Will was supposed to be him, the original. So they, they executive produced it? Because I know they produced uh, Succession. Um, so they, I guess, were both... Uh, someone sent me some confirmation on that. They were both uh, producers on that. It's a good, good run for them. Let's see. Here's the... Uh, what do we got here? According to multiple sources, Adam McKay and Will Farrell split up their production company in 2019. Uh, while they stated they would always work together creatively and always be friends, their professional split ended not well, according to McKay. Oh, it was the opposite. It was his, his decision not to use him as the uh, as the As doctor. Jerry Buss. Right. Wow. That I, I, was, I was in the ballpark. Yeah, you were. Over a casting decision. My God. My God, put the ego aside. I'll remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with podcasts he created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, you want to do another one? 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out to T. Thanks for keeping the power out for me, bro. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable through the whole goddamn storm. Yeah, well done. I, I asked him. I asked him early, early in the day. I said, "Man, because he did it in the last storm we had. That's the first two that we've had that we haven't haven't lost the power." So, thanks, T. Love you. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs>